Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Baked Bookworm Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and this is the podcast where we talk about books on a higher level. Good morning. I am so happy to be back this week on the podcast. I took a week off last week. I was just feeling off last week and I just didn't feel motivated to film, uh, record the podcast. Um, so I apologize if you were looking forward to it and... Um, I am excited to be back this week with a new episode, and today I have got a good one for us. Um, I've got some fun research in cannabis, I've got a couple of books I recently read, a couple of books I recently picked up, and what I'm going to be reading this March. Now I know it is already like March 7th or 8th right now. Is today the 8th? I think it is, um, when I'm recording this. Um, but. It's never too late to talk about what I want to read this month and what I'm currently reading this month. So I'm super excited to be back. Lilo is sitting in my lap, um, as she always does on these episodes. She just likes to be near me, and she's so cozy right now, and it's so precious. So I just had to share that. I also wanted to share that if you don't follow me on TikTok, you should. It's The Baked Bookworm for the Bookworm podcast, and... For my personal TikTok, it's Taylor Marie H E, and on that one, I share like book recommendations as well as um, I gave an update on my garden recently. So, um, super into TikTok right now. So, if you would be so kind, please go follow me on there. Um, and then also follow my Instagram at the Baked Bookworm. I never really plug these in to the episodes. I always just put them in the description notes, but today I thought I would just point out that um, if you're interested in either of those platforms, you can follow me over there. All right, so I recently read two books um, since we last spoke, and then I also have a couple of books I'm currently reading, and then we'll talk about my March TBR. So, The first book that I read was The Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. So this is a book that's told from a seven-year-old's point of view um, because we are following an unnamed narrator who is um, remembering things from his childhood. So he's in his 40s, he comes back to his hometown for a funeral, and he is thinking about his childhood. So most of the book is told from his seven-year-old point of view. This book is basically childhood in 181 pages. It was so nostalgic reading it, and it really shows how things aren't always how we remember them. Our perception changes from the time that we're children to the time that we're adults, and so, um, He's remembering things from his childhood, and the ocean that is at the end of the lane is because he is friends with this girl named Letty, and she calls the pond at the end of their street an ocean when they're children. And I think that that's a metaphor for the optimism that comes from childhood, to think that something is grander than it is. And I think that that is so beautiful. And I think that this book is 
for adults because only adults can really miss what being a child is like and I just I loved that about this book I cannot say enough good things about this book and this was definitely a five-star read for me then we have severance by Ling Ma and I gave this book four stars so in this book we're following Candace Chen who's our main character before and after the Shen fever takes over and she joins this group following a man named Bob and they're traveling traveling to what he calls the facility and she doesn't tell anyone at first but she's actually pregnant and um so then when they find out something crazy happens i don't want to ruin the book for anyone um so i'm not going to do any spoilers in this one but this is a really good book and i think everyone should check it out if you're interested in like apocalyptic fiction um which i've been really into lately um so basically what the shen fever is is it makes you live this like life in a loop of just doing things that are like programmed into your mind and basically just you know repeating everything constantly um and i think that this was a social criticism on how we as a society view the importance of work too much like um there's a part in the book where candace continues to work after everyone else in the city has quit their jobs and like just stayed home and everything she continues to go to work and i think that that is so insane um but there are probably people that would do that because they think that they have to be doing that and I think that that is just so interesting and this was a really really interesting book and it is very speculative and it makes you think a lot when you're reading it so I highly recommend Severance by Ling Ma and those are the two books that I recently read and I really enjoyed both of those so that has helped me a lot getting out of this reading slump that I've been in um so yes I really enjoyed those books now for my march tbr i want to read four books this month hopefully more but these are the four that i definitely want to tackle this month and the first one is interview with the vampire by Anne rice this book was published in 1976 and we're following louis de pointe du lac um, and he tells the story of his life to a reporter and I remember watching the movie adaptation with Brad Pitt when I was younger, and I really enjoyed the movie. I cannot remember a single thing about it, though, because I saw it so long ago. So I'm really interested in reading the book first and then watching the movie. And then I also want to watch the new TV adaptation because I hear that that is closer uh, representation to the book. So thank you to my mom for telling me that. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying this book so far. Um, what's interesting to me is um, Louis, when he's talking to the reporter, he's just so nonchalant about everything. And I think that that is so hilarious. And I think that Lestat is insane. And he's just, you know, he's like, dude, you're a vampire. Just drink the blood you know just do it and louis like no like i have all these moral 
issues like I just can't do it and it's just really interesting seeing like what a vampire thinks even though vampires are not real and this is just a story by Anne Rice but it's just really interesting so far and then I'm also reading The Atlas Six by Olive E. Blake right now. And I am obsessed with this book right now. Um, I couldn't put it down last night and I got to like page 160 and I'm really enjoying this one. So in this book, we're following six powerful young magicians who have a chance to join the secretive Alexandrian society. So this is kind of like giving dark academia vibes. And I saw this one on TikTok. I cannot remember who I saw the recommendation from, but I hear that this one is so good. And then it also has a companion novel. So I'm really excited to see if I keep enjoying it or if it kind of bottoms out for me so I'm really interested to see and this one was originally self-published in 2020 and then it was picked up um, by Tor Publishing um, T-O-R so I am really enjoying this book and I think it's going to be a five-star read for me because I cannot put it down in fact I kind of want to read it like right now <laughs> Um, and then the next book that I want to tackle this month is The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemisin, which is part of a trilogy. So this is the first book in the trilogy, and this is the Broken Earth trilogy. And basically, at the end of the world, a woman must hide her secret power and find her kidnapped daughter. And that's all I know about it. And I hear that this is a really good trilogy. I hear it's so awesome and I am so excited to pick it up and this one was published in 2015 which is interesting that it's so popular right now because I could have sworn it came out like a year ago but no um it was 2015 so it's an older book but I'm really interested to see what all the hype is about and then also this month I want to pick up Little House on the Prairie by Laura Ingalls Wilder. Um, I rem remember reading these books when I was younger and loving them and I have the whole series um, over there on my uh, media console and I really really want to read all of them again. And so first I want to pick up Little House on the Prairie which is not the first novel. Um, actually the first novel is Little House in the Big Woods if you're reading them chronologically. But I feel like Little House in the Big Woods is more of a wintertime book. And I feel like Little House in the Prairie and traveling on the prairie to find a home and find a settlement, I think that that just screams spring to me. So I want to read that for March because I think it's the perfect springtime book. And then I also recently picked up two more books um so that is neverwhere by neil gaiman and practical magic by alice hoffman so neverwhere is the story of richard mayhew a young london businessman with a good heart and an ordinary life which is changed forever when he discovers a girl bleeding on the sidewalk he stops to help her an act of kindness that plunges him into a world he never knew existed doesn't that sound insane doesn't that sound awesome? And I picked this one up because I asked on TikTok what I should pick up after reading Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. 
and someone um, reached out to me and said that I should read Neverwhere because that is like in his opinion Neil Gaiman's like best storytelling and so I was very intrigued and I had to pick it up so thank you to whoever on TikTok recommended that to me um, I'll have to go back and check out his name um, but this was written in 1996 and then Practical Magic by Alice Hoffman is the story of Sally and Gillian Owens, two sisters who were orphaned at a young age and taken in by their eccentric aunts. So I'm really interested in reading this because I have never seen the movie adaptation. I know that so many people love that movie and I definitely want to watch it, but I want to read the book first. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read the book first and then I will go back and watch the Nicole Kidman um, and Sandra Bullock, I believe, movie. So I'm super excited to read these books and watch the movie adaptations. That is one of my favorite things to do um, to compare them. And that's just something that really intrigues me. So for this week, I have some really interesting cannabis research to share with you guys because I was doing a little research for the episode and I came across um, this study that was recently done on elderly cannabis users. Um, so the researchers at the Salk Institute, S-A-L-K, find that cannabinol, which is CBN, preserves mitochondrial function and prevents oxidative damage to cells. So, the findings suggest that CBN has potential to treating age-related neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and even Parkinson's disease, which is really awesome. So the team looked at the process of oxytosis, um, which occurs in the aging brain and oxytosis might even be the cause of Alzheimer's but they're not sure. So oxytosis is triggered by the gradual loss of an antioxidant called glutathione. This causes neural cell damage and death via lipid oxidation. So the scientists then treated the nerve cells with CBN and introduced an agent to stimulate the oxidative damage. And so the CBN worked by protecting the mitochondria within the neurons. So this does not cause a high. So CBN can be used and it doesn't cause a high. So it doesn't even have to be THC um, to help with the, cert, um, the damage, but you can use um, THC. So older adults who regularly use cannabis had stronger communication patterns between the hippocampus, the parahippocampal gyrus, and the cerebellum. So I thought that was a really interesting tidbit as well because there is so much stigma surrounding cannabis saying that people who smoke it are lazy and they're ruining their brain cells when in actuality they're finding that it can actually help with brain function so i'm just really interested in sharing this research with as many people as i can and that's why i love doing these episodes and talking about my two favorite things cannabis and books and it just brings me a lot of joy to be able to share what i learn with other people so 
thank you for listening if you listened to the whole episode um I am still learning how to talk more I feel like I'm a very concise speaker like I say what I have to say and then you know I move on and I'm working on trying to improve my speaking for longer time skills because I feel like I don't ramble at all I feel like I just get to the point really fast um and so uh I'm working on that but thank you for listening and thank you for being here today I am so happy that you are here and it means so much to me to anyone that is listening I know I say this every episode but I have to say it because I'm so grateful for anyone that has picked up my podcast and listened and um Yes, so please follow me on TikTok and Instagram at The Baked Bookworm and at Taylor Marie H-E on TikTok. And um, I will see you next week for another episode. And thank you so much again and stay high. Bye.